Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
We can turn 
my soul I'm begging on a Hashem on my darkest days I see your light cause I know you're always by my side on a Thing though, he said it, he sang it in English. But yeah, I'm no. I, <laughs> he's yeah, I mean, yeah. Litvak. I am a Litvak. Oh, no, so it's no Avuda. No, Avuda. Hello. Why don't you try singing my Avuda? Try singing my. This is not part of the song.
הכי קשה לקראת הסוף. אבא, מתי נגיע? שחינו כל הלילה אל החוף. אבא, מתי נגיע? דרך מתפתלת עד אין סוף. אבא, מתי נגיע? ממתי בדרך תאסוף? גשם מתחיל לרדת מסביב ענן ואפל כמה זמן נסענו הלימנו קרובים להינצל
Wanna see what I can do to be there Cause we're family So, so, so. 
J.M. in the A.M. Modim done by Aral Samet here on a Monday morning broadcast. Before that, David Lowy had you did Nefesh. Maishi Tischler, be there for somebody. Abba done by Aaron Razel. You heard Aryeh Kunstler with Miha Ish. Anna Hashem and Roller Coaster, both from Mordechai Shapiro. Mayor Sherman, our Monday morning theme song, Masach Hashem. And, of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday on this 13th of February, day number 22 in the month of Shvat. The year is 5783, Tavshin Pei Gimel. Thanks for joining us on this Monday morning broadcast.
as we head back to school and back to work. Um, well, Kosher Halftime Show 5783, the 10th annual Kosher Halftime Show, this time 2023, is out, is uh, available to everybody out there. Go to YouTube, search Kosher Halftime Show 2023. Uh, go to our homepage, nachomsegel.com. Check out the emails and WhatsApps and uh, messages that you got all through the night last night, starting at about 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, and access the Kosher Halftime Show. A very interesting interview. A lot of great reaction, by the way. A lot of great reaction to the very interesting interview with Yerachmiel Begun about the Miami Boys Choir and their viral sensation of the last few months. Uh, so check it out. Big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com, for presenting our Kosher Halftime Show. I'm sorry for the Rothenberg family. They, of course, were rooting for Philadelphia. That's where their roots are. So Philadelphia did not come out on top last night. I have so much to say about last night's game, but this is not the right forum. Maybe <laughs> maybe Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon will, will let me weigh in on the issue later on this morning here at the Nahum Siegel Network. But uh, that was some game, I'll tell you. That was some game. Um, and congratulations, of course, to those who are rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs or those who uh, feel that the AFC in general is superior. Congratulations. Uh, anyway, Kosher Halftime Show, an amazing, uh, an amazing um, uh, production. A um, lot of great commercials. Thank you to uh, Tirat Svi. Thank you to Bartanura. Thank you to Tuscanini. Thank you to 24-6. Thanks to all of our commercial sponsors last night during the Kosher Halftime Show. And if you haven't seen it yet, this is the type of interview and show you'll want to watch and share. Uh, it's a very significant conversation when it comes to the world of Jewish music and the history of Jewish music, frankly. Um, the history of this industry. So please, uh, when you have an opportunity today, tonight, whenever, try your hardest to watch it and to enjoy it. And um, and I thank everybody who's really responded with some nice comments already. Much appreciated. Um, Again, go to YouTube and just search Kosher Halftime Show 2023. That might be the easiest way to do it, but you could also go to NahumSiegel.com. Uh, you can go to our social media platforms. Obviously, on Facebook, you'll find it on our profiles, etc., etc. More coming up. Yoni Z is next. You're listening to a Monday broadcast of JM in the AM. are on a journey I am my own star you are who you are yet we're part of one great story
together thrive. We share and build with patience, kindness. In every heart you reach, the lesson that you teach. Don't judge a book, but look inside it. No more shadows as you step out proud and your light breaks out. It's bright and shining, and it wouldn't be the same without you here. For you show the world. Oh, 
JM in the AM. Man to man. And before that, Altira, both from uh, Gershon and Verobo on a Monday morning broadcast here at JM. And that's, of course, from the man to man uh, 40th anniversary re-release, digitally remastered album. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, Uri Davidi before that with uh, Ani Mamin, Aral Samad had Modim, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. I want to thank um, listener Tikva, who's congratulated us, wished us a Boker Tov and a Mazel Tov on the 10th annual Kosher Halftime Show. Tadarabah. Share it, everybody. Spread it around. Let more and more people see the 10th annual Kosher Halftime Show. And I thank those who've been sharing it. Much appreciated. Guys, on the background, we'll do our news from Israel coming up. We have an interesting conversation in the 7 o'clock hour this morning. Uh, Rebecca Saltzman is author of a brand new book that those of you out there who uh, who feel you need to be a bit more organized, you're going to be very happy with this conversation. <laughs> that I can tell you. <laughs> Galitzal Israel Army Radio 2 p.m. newscast from Monday is next. Boker Tov from JMNM. Galitzal Mirushalay Masha Stein. Shalom Rav Baulpan Amit Calderon in Masha Korea Shav. Hamecha Negata Tochnita Mishpatit. Esrot Alafim of Ginim Beshazo Samukla Knesset. Valafim Nosafim of Ginim Barim Shonot Berahavea Aritz. ממוקד ההפגנה בבירה מדווחת כתבתנו נועה ברנס. על פי הערכות המשטרה למעלה מ-50 אלף מפגינים נמצאים בשעה זו ברחוב קפלן סמוך לכנסת שנחסם בחלקו לתנועה. העמוכים נושאים דגלי ישראל וקוראים לדמוקרטיה ולשמירה על בגץ לדבריהם. כמה מפגינות מספרות לנו על צפיפות רבה במורד רחוב קפלן ובזוסמן ליד בית המשפט העליון. ראש האופוזיציה לפיד הגיע אל דוכן הנועמים של ההפגנה וקרא לא נוותר. אני רוצה להגיד לכם הם שומעים אותנו! הם מעמידים פנים שהם לא מפחדים, אבל הם שומעים והם מפחדים. אנחנו לא נסתגר בבתים כשהם מנסים להפוך את מדינת ישראל לדיקטטורה חשובה. לא יסתמו לנו את הפה. ויושב ראש סיעת יהדות התורה יצחק פינדרוס התייחס אצל יעל דן למחאות הענק וטען ראשי האופוזיציה מרמים את הציבור. הזעם הציבורי בהחלט מובן. כשאומרים לאדם שהולכים לקחת לו את הדמוקרטיה והולכת להיות דיקטטורה, אז אני יכול להבין, אני חושב שמרמים את הציבור. ולכן אני מבדיל בין הציבור לבין ההנהגה שאני חושב שהם נגד בחוסר אחריות. כתבנו הפוליטי יובל שגב מוסיף שלקראת הצהרת ראשי האופוזיציה, לפיד, גנץ, ליברמן ומיכאלי, הארבעה לא הצליחו לתאם מסרים ולא עדכנו האחד את השני בתוכן הצפוי בכל נאום. ראש עיריית שדרות אלון דוידי התייחס לירי הלילה לעבר העיר ואמר ביומן הצהריים, לצערי אנחנו חוזרים לימי הטפטופים. ברמה הביטחונית אני חושב שאנחנו מידרדרים בשבועות האחרונים למצב שאנחנו חוזרים לאותם הטפטופים המקוללים. שבאים מכיוון עזה ויותר בצורה יותר חריפה, אני חושב שממשלת ישראל, ראש הממשלה, שר הביטחון והקבינט ממשיכים במדיניות של לתת למעשה חצינות לראשי הטרור בחמאס. 
הישראלים מוציאים יותר על דיור ומזון, כך עולה מסל מדד המחירים שפרסמה הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה. מדווחת כתבתנו עינב קרנר. סעיף הדיור בהוצאה החודשית של משקי הבית עלה ביותר מ-1% ל-26%. סעיף המזון, כולל ירקות ופירות, עלה ליותר מ-18%, לעומת הסל הקודם לפני שנתיים. סעיף תחבורה ירד ב-1%. בין המוצרים שנכנסו לסל המרכיב את המדד החדש, מוצרים טכנולוגיים לרכב, סיגריות אלקטרוניות ומנוי לעיתונים דיגיטליים. ירדו מהסל הוצאות עבור מנוי לעיתון יומי וחלק ממכשירי החשמל, כך לפי נתוני הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה. ומזג האוויר, עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. בחסות, ביחד בשבילך, מועדון ההטבות של ההסתדרות, המציע כרטיס אשראי חינם לחברי המועדון. הכרטיס היחיד
שכחכות, בקצה השמיים משום ניקבץ חושם לקחות, משום ניקוחכות. אם יהיה נידחכות, בקצה השמיים משום ניקבץ חושם לקחות. משום יקחכו. אם יהיה נידח לכו בקצי השמיים, שום יקבץ כה אשר מלכחו. אם יהיה נידח לכו בקצי השמיים, שום יקבץ כה אשר מלכחו. אם יהיה נידח לכו בקצי השמיים, שום יקבץ כה אשר מלכחו. משום יקחכו, ומשום יקחכו. בקצה השמיים, בקצה השמיים, משום יקבצו.
J.M. and the A.M. with Shlimey Dax, Ke'isha Chad Belevechad, words from the, uh, from the Parsha. Um, before that, Mordechai and David's Imyye, you heard Sabini done by uh, Shlimey Gertner, and welcome to a Monday. Thanks for joining us, everybody. 13th of February, 22nd day of the month of Shvat. Good morning. Nice to speak with you on this Monday of uh, Kosher Halftime Show 2023. Those of you who missed it last night. Don't worry. It's there forever. Go to YouTube, search Kosher Halftime Show 2023. Let me know what you thought. I want to thank those who've been commenting on the app so far this morning. Seems that the uh, Kosher Halftime Show has certainly made a uh, made its mark. Rabbi Cash says the Halftime Show is your best. Question is, what are you going to do next year? Thank you. Listener Lieber says, great Halftime Show. Listener Judy Landy, good morning, Nahum Mazov and the 10th Kosher Halftime Show. It was awesome and amazing. I watched on YouTube. So thanks to everybody who's uh, chiming in on the Kosher Halftime Show. If you haven't seen it yet, any of our platforms certainly have it. Or I'd say all of our platforms. Plus, uh, just go to YouTube and search Kosher Halftime Show 2023, and you're all set. Simple as that. Yaakov Shwecki's next. It's Monday at JM in the AM.
is the name of that one. Yaakov Shweki before that with Natsliach. Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it'll be Rabbi Benji Kramer with Meir Me Lim. Rabbi Benji Kramer in the latest installment of Meir Me Lim comes up at um, 9 a.m. Eastern time right after JM in the AM. Make sure you are tuned in. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. 
We learn that in the future, all the animals will gather together and they will challenge the Nachash, the serpent. They will say, the lion and the wolf, they eat their prey. But what kind of pleasure do you have by injecting a person with your venom and killing him? The Nachash will answer, and what pleasure does a man have when he speaks Lashon Hara with evil tongue and hurts his victim? This fascinating dialogue can be understood on a deeper level with an insight from our weekly daf. When the serpent tempted Chava to eat from the Eitz it was cursed. You should go on your belly and you'll eat the dust all the days of your life. Man will pound your head and you will bite his heel. We learn in Sota that when the serpent was first created, it walked upright on legs. When the serpent was cursed, he was lowered and lost his dignified posture. Now that the serpent lacks the ability to raise himself to man's height, he tries to bring man down to his level by injecting venom into the heel of his human arrival. The serpent explains to the other beasts that it's actually no different than any man who speaks evil. The person who says Lashon Hara is envious of his neighbor. Instead of struggling to raise himself up to his rival's level, he wants to bring his rival down by speaking ill of him, as the serpent does by injecting venom into his heel. One morning, Rabbi Kotler was brought his usual cup of coffee. Later, the Talmidim noticed that he didn't drink any of it. So they brought him a fresh cup of coffee. He didn't drink that either. The Talmud asked him why he wasn't drinking. Rabaran responded that a family was pursuing a shidduch with one of his Talmidim and would likely turn to him to ask information. Rabaran said, If I praise the student, I will transgress midvar sheker terchok, never to tell a lie, to distance ourselves from any untruth. On the other hand, I don't feel entirely comfortable with saying what I have to. Rabaran said, It's likely that once they're married, they will be very satisfied and happy with each other. My remarks could cause the shidduch to be disrupted unnecessarily. Therefore, Rabaran concluded, he fasted and davened to Hashem to spare him the phone call that everything should work out. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Wake me up, it's time to go. Been down this road before and I know There's danger up ahead Recalculate and turn around I'm heading home, I'm homeward bound No, I'm not gonna walk that path no more I know, I know it's not too late No, my past won't seal my fate You'll be there With arms wide open No matter what I've done wrong No matter how long I've been gone You'll be to let me back in Filo se assim não machuar 
Thank you. 
a.m. in the a.m. with Zusha. Eviatar Banai is on that as well. Moshaini is the name of that one. Monday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Solomon Brothers and Yishai Rebo before that. With my way back home. JM in the AM, welcome to a Monday. I hope you enjoyed the uh, Kosher Halftime Show. If you haven't seen it yet, make sure to check it out. Go to YouTube, search Kosher Halftime Show 2023. If you have... Uh, even a remote interest in Jewish music and Jewish music history, you will love the Kosher Halftime Show. Big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com, for presenting the Kosher Halftime Show, and, of course, to all of our sponsors, whose commercials, and boy, were they stepped up commercials or what, uh, were seen during the, uh, during the um, halftime show, the Kosher Halftime Show, either last night or this morning, whenever you watched it. If you haven't watched it yet, uh, hey, it's going to be there forever. Just watch it. Let me know what you think. A lot of great comments on the app this morning about it, and I appreciate that very, very much. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abels and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code RADIO. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. And I must say, one of the most spectacular uh, items at our Super Bowl party yesterday, where the A&H knockwurst. It is just absolutely delicious. So if you're a hot dog eater, if you like the Franks, um, make sure to get some A&H knockwurst. You'll see what I mean. If, it, if it's possible, it, it, it even, it's even more enhanced flavor even more than the regular A&H hot dog, which is spectacular to begin with, so... Seth Levitt, kudos to you and the entire company from all of us here at JM and the AM. Uh, Rebecca Hafetz Saltzman is with us live via telephone. She's got a brand new book. It's called Organized Jewish Life. By the way, until I saw this book, I didn't realize how many, how many things we got going on in our lives. The Essential Guide for Planning Jewish Holidays, Events, and Every Day. Rebecca Saltzman, a pleasure to welcome you to JM and the AM. Hi, I'm glad to be here. And I must note, uh, those of you who'd like to uh, learn more about this book and about what Rebecca Saltzman does, she has some uh, pretty clever uh, website addresses that you could check out. One is organizedjewishlife.com. Again, organizedjewishlife.com. And the other one is Balagan Be Gone. How cool is that? Balagan, B-A-L-A-G-A-N, Begone, B-E-G-O-N-E. You can search that as well. Rebecca Saltzman is a personal organizational expert, a, a sustainable lifestyle leader in the Jewish community. Decluttering, reducing waste, and a simplified Jewish life are all married in her premier book, Organized Jewish Life, The Essential Guide to Planning Jewish Holidays, Events, and Every Day. Uh, great to have you on the show. Why'd you write the book? Uh, after my mom passed away in 2020, I ended up having to sit shiva by myself. And normally when you sit shiva, you have the collective knowledge of every of all of your family members. But I didn't have that. And my husband, who's an amazing person, said to me, how can I help you? And I'm like, I don't know. I wish I had a list. And I realized that there must be other people who want to have lists, not just for how to sit shiva, but for how to manage all things in Jewish life. And so I wrote a book full of checklists on exactly how to manage all things in Jewish life. And 
how to make things productive for when you ask. Because what I found is, is it's people are always willing to help you, but they don't, you don't necessarily know what to ask them for. So when you have a checklist, it makes asking for help so much easier because you could just say, well, this needs to get done. I assign you that task because delegation is key when you're in a situation that, you know, you're not exactly sure how to manage yourself and you know you need some help on. Um, but the checklists really help move you forward and allow you to, to spend your time more productively without having more stress in a stressful situation. And um, and you have a section on holidays, a section on Jewish life cycle events. You mentioned Shiva a moment ago, but of course there are many uh, life cycle events, some uh, some sad and some really celebratory. And, and then you have a, a section called adulting, uh, which uh, goes into how one sets up the home, how one deals with bills, bureaucracy, waste, hospitality, etc., etc. So you have Sorry about that. Sometimes you just have to sneeze. So you have a, uh, a an array of different things that are beyond, uh, let's call it the Jewish calendar. Because, because let's face it, a lot of books like this, I mean like this, that's not fair to say, there are books that have been written about what one needs to prepare for certain events, etc. But it just seems like yours is different. I don't know if it's more comprehensive or ironically more organized or the comments that you make and the paragraphs that you write are more helpful. But I'm sure as the author, you'd agree with me uh, that, the, that this is different than anything we've had in the past. I mean, I don't think there's anything else that is really as comprehensive or that, I mean, what I found was that even though I had prepared for sitting Shiva because my mom had been sick and, and we knew and I had read a bunch of books about it because, you know, I'm prepared, right? Right. But what I found was that there isn't a lot of practical ways to interpret how to practically apply halacha and Jewish to actually make things happen in Judaism. Like we understand that these are the things that need to get done, but practically how do we actually get them done? Right. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not something that we're discussing with our teenagers. Like how do we actually put this into practice? And by the way, even growing up religious, there were so many things that like happened behind the scenes that you don't always even know about. Like, I don't know. I don't think I was like 18 until I learned about like Erev Tafshilin and when you make it. And I remember standing at the Yom Tov candles with my mother and saying like Shechianu tonight or not. And like, you, you know, you lose, you lose track of things. So I put in not only checklists, but also charts of like when to do these things and how to say them, because sometimes we just need like a chart of how to get it all done. It's, fun. it's so funny. It wasn't anything available. It's so funny because because you mentioned the Shekhyanu for candlelighting. We have a mantra in the Siegel home that is repeated, I think, every yuntif, which is always Shekhyanu except the end of Pesach. Right? Like that's the that is the uh, uh, that's a that's a directive that everyone has has memorized because we've been saying it for so many years over so many wonderful occasions. Um, Rebecca Chayfet Saltzman is with us. The book is called Organized Jewish Life: The Essential Guide for Planning. Jewish holidays, events, and every day. And it's funny that you mentioned Erev Tavshil and other, uh, and other halachic and procedural matters because you actually have haskamas. You actually have prominent rabbis at the beginning of the book who, who endorse what you've done here, which is, again, you know, something different than what we've seen in the past when it comes to people writing about life cycle events and Jewish life in general. You, you felt, as you just mentioned, you felt that it was, it was necessary and helpful uh, to get some of these, uh, you know, rituals uh, uh, um, uh, rituals uh, into this book so that people include those in their preparation for the upcoming event. Yeah, 
It's important because especially people who are new to Judaism, there's just, there's a lot of, I don't really know how to get this done. By the and way, so by, if by, you're new. Yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm glad you just say there's a lot because one of the things I learned from your 300 page book is that there's a lot, there's a lot of things we do on a regular basis that is just really could be overwhelming. And, and when you break it down the way you have, and you put it in, you know, this organized form, you realize that, you know, we've got, we've got an encyclopedia of things that we need to know in order to get through a regular, you know, a Jewish period of time, whether it's a year or a life cycle, whatever it may be. Um, right. Did, did, yeah. did you come to that conclusion as you were writing this and it seems endless? Um, it's, it, you know what, I guess uh, as an organizer, people come to me all the time and they're like, how do you manage this? And how do you manage this? So I, I feel like what I was seeing in the, in the population was that there was just this missing level of information that people just didn't know how to manage. And what I see is when you have two working parents or two working spouses, um, the amount that needs to happen on day-to-day life and is just overwhelming. And when you throw in the necessity of, of what to do for the Jewish holidays, you need to be organized or else when you're sitting at the table at a holiday, you feel like, you know, falling asleep in your soup and no one wants to fall asleep in their soup. Uh, (laughs) You know, we want, we want to enjoy that family time. And if you, if you're, if you're exhausted by the time you get to dinner, like you don't enjoy the time. And then a special joyous time becomes a miserable time and you don't look forward to the holidays. And I want to bring some joy back into the holidays. No question about it. Um, there's no day off when you're when you're um, running a Jewish household. There's just no day off when you do get that rare day off, or you know the, that that weekday in July that you're able to take off from work and just relax. It's a it's a real rarity and much appreciated. Well, Purim's coming up. Today's the 22nd of Shvat, so that means we're basically three weeks away from Tanis Esther. Is Purim a uh, you know one of those holidays that if you're not organized, if you're not prepared well, it could be overwhelming. For sure. I find that like there's always the last minute scramble for the costumes and for what's going to be in the Michelin Manot basket and getting all the baskets ready and making your suit up. And even if you scale it back a little, I still find that people always feel like they have to keep up with the Cohen's and you just don't need to keep up with the Cohen's. You can do whatever you need to do and, and whatever you do is okay. And it's okay if it's a little bit less than somebody else, but as long as you approach it with joy it's okay because I mean, that's the point of doing, especially on Purim. Like we want to be joyful. We want to be happy. And if you're, and if you're feeling worn out, like you're not going to feel joyful and happy. So it's okay to make a smaller basket. It's okay to have less people on the Mishloch Manot list. It's okay to have a simple costume. You don't have to do a theme. You don't have to worry about what your neighbor down the street is doing. What I always like to do is if someone brings me in, on Mishloch Manot basket, and I haven't brought them one. I keep a tray of like hamantashen and cookies by the front door, and then someone comes in, I offer them a cookie, and makes my life feel much more relaxed. Like I can bring you joy, and if you don't want it, that's fine. But like I don't have to feel like I'm running, you know, a tit for tat kind of situation where you brought me something and I'm going to give you something back. Like uh, you came, you did something because you wanted to give me something, right? But it doesn't have to be you gave me, so I have to give you back. That's not the point of this. Right. Understood. Website is organizedjewishlife.com. Organizedjewishlife.com is also the name of the book. Rebecca Chaifetz Saltzman is with us live via telephone. 
The other P word, the more scary one, is uh, coming up. It's, uh, let's see, it's now mid-February. April 5th is the Seder. And, of course, the P word is Pesach. Um, is one of the keys starting early, or you would say no need to drive yourself nuts in February, just make sure that in mid-March you have the following on your radar? So I like to start early and pace myself. You know, I start by by getting things cleaned out and starting to notice what I need. Like I already booked my, my carpet cleaner for, right, for the day after Purim. Um, so that the carpets will be, you know, cleaned and, and the furniture will be cleaned. And I'll just give them a quick pass again before Yom Tov. But then everything I know will be, like, clean, you know. And yeah. um, I find that when I pace myself and when other people pace themselves and they start to do their shopping earlier, and they, even for clothing, like, what does everybody have what they need? Do we do we'll pull out our, our menus from last year. We'll start to menu plan, start to see who's coming to which meals and, and pulling that all out and getting that started right away makes a huge or earlier makes a huge difference in how you arrive at the Seder. And what I have found is that early preparation just makes you more calm and relaxed. Because we don't have to be the ones who, you know, actually exited Mitzrayim. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to be the slaves coming out of Mitzrayim, right? Like, you know, we don't have to be a shmata sitting at the table. We want to be relaxed. We want to enjoy. So starting earlier gives you, gives you more calm later on. Yeah, uh, that sometimes t- needs some adjusting uh, in people's heads in order to get into that uh, type of mentality. But uh, I do realize that your recommendation is certainly a good one. Um, so you had told me off the air that there's an event coming up. There are people people around the world uh, can actually be part of uh, something that you're doing. Tell us about that. Okay, so I'm doing a 36-day decluttering challenge. It's called Painless Pesach, but it's not really about Pesach. Basically, every single day, you get an email with a video about how to declutter in your space. And what it does is, by letting go of the things that are not serving you now, passing on your bracha to somebody else, you not only make room for abundance and bracha in your life, what you do is you make Pesach cleaning later on easier. Because who I am sure that a lot of people listening are doing the pre-Shabbos or pre-Yom Tov stuff, where they just take everything that's on every bag uh, and every surface and stuff it into a bag and then put it in their closet or in their office or something. And so there are lots of areas in the house where things that you want to keep don't really belong. Um, this challenge gives you an opportunity to go through all of those things, find places for them to live, and then once it's time to actually do Pesach cleaning, it makes Pesach cleaning very easy because everything is put away. All you have to do is actually clean. One of the biggest things that I find that is an issue with my clients is that they're always cleaning up for the cleaning lady. Right. And by letting go of some of the things that, that are not serving you anymore, it makes the cleaning lady's job easier and faster, which means that she can cover more territory. So especially before Pesach, it's a very good idea to declutter early and then, you know, focus on the Pesach cleaning closer to Pesach. So are you a minimalist? Are you, uh, do you recommend to people to throw out 90% of their stuff when they start to declutter? You know, I don't consider myself a minimalist at all. I, I, I have stuff. I love stuff. I'm, I'm a designer by trade. So beautiful things like really, you know, get me going. 
But I, what I have found is that by curating my, my perfect collection of things, I am able to manage other things in my life better. So it's not about necessarily being a minimalist, but about having my best collection of stuff and only having the things that really serve me. Because I found that if, if my stuff isn't serving me, I'm serving my stuff. And that's not a great way to live. It doesn't feel good to live that way. And I didn't want to do that anymore. Um, we, we know how a robust an industry organization is in the United States. Is it similar in Israel? Yes. Really? It is. There I'm are a lot shocked. of organizers here. Yeah. I'm shocked. And, yeah. there, and there are plenty of clients who want the service. There are plenty of clients. I've been here eight years now. And... Thank God I have a great business. I guess people are people, right? And, <laughs> and there are a lot of people. And there's a section of people, no matter where you are, who just are craving to be more organized and to uh, declutter, I guess. That's the, uh, uh, that's that's one of the great desires uh, for people who uh, are sick and tired of living uh, <laughs> living under a mountain of stuff. <laughs> uh, organized. Well, I think the biggest. Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, I think the biggest thing is that people feel like people are very consumer oriented and they love having new stuff. But when new stuff comes in, old stuff doesn't go out. Right. And that's the problem. And we live in this sort of like state where it's like, okay, maybe I'll need this one day. But if the reason that you're buying something is because you're replacing something that you already have, well, then you're not going to need it. You already determined you didn't need what you have. You're just holding on to it just in case. And what I found is that when, when you look at the just in case as like, well, even if I had this, I wouldn't really like, even if I needed it, I wouldn't really use it because I don't like it. The just in case isn't a reason anymore. So like if you buy a new phone because your old phone isn't working, holding on to the old one just in case isn't going to help you because it's not working, <laughs> you know? So like, <laughs> that's what I find that most of the people are, are having problems with in terms of organization at their core. Most people are actually organized, but, but big adult in the big picture, it's just that they have too much stuff and nobody can manage with too much stuff. Yeah. No question about that. It's not possible to organize clutter. Uh, I also I also want to point out, I didn't really get a chance to emphasize it, but I think it's really important. In addition to all the Jewish holiday events, all life cycle events, as I said earlier, you have a, uh, a chapter that deals with bills, bureaucracy, how to take care of laundry appropriately, uh, how to get to a zero waste level, uh, hospitality and gift giving. I mean, there's a lot of interesting things that I never would have considered belong in a, bo a book about organization, uh, but in fact, they're in here. Rebecca Chaifetz-Saltzman. How do people sign up for the, the challenge that you mentioned? You can go to balagandigan.com forward slash PT for painless face-off and uh, sign up there. Balagan Begon. That's B-A-L-A-G-A-N. Balagan Begon slash PP. And uh, that's where you could find uh, uh, an area to sign up and be part of the decluttering effort before the big holiday. Rebecca Chaifetz Saltzman's got a book. It's called Organized Jewish Life. You can go to the website, organizedjewishlife.com to purchase it. By the way, speaking of being organized, it looks from the uh, from the evidence I have on the cover of the book, it looks like you actually self-published this book. Am I right about that? I did. Which, it which is pretty... actually made it 
faster. <laughs> I would imagine so, but it's pretty remarkable. It's not an easy <laughs> it's not an easy task, but I guess when you're organized and you figure out what to do, you're able to do it. So congratulations on that part of it. And certainly Mazal Tov Thank to you. you on the brand new book. And please best regards to your amazing husband. Hope to see you guys next time we're in the Holy Land. <laughs> amazing. We hope so too. Thanks, Rebecca. Rebecca Chafet Saltzman is the author of Organized Jewish Life. Go to organizedjewishlife.com. You will find the book fascinating. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the webinachomsegal.com on the Nachomsegal Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. I 
was a big tzaddik Noyach was a big tzaddik From his capilla till his fisola Noyach was a big tzaddik In the capilla is the fisola Noyach was a big tzaddik Noyach was a big tzaddik From his capilla a big tzaddik Every it's a big 
a big tzaddik Mendy Warch and company here at JM in the AM Kansipur done by uh, Shlomo Simcha and his brothers Rifway knew that was uh, Herschel Rosenberg to open up the hour here at JM in the AM Monday morning broadcast thanks for joining us everybody don't forget our friends at ArtScroll are offering a, a major discount and of course Free shipping whenever you use promo code radio. The Talmud of Mishnah sale is on right now at artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. There's some amazing brand new releases, great offerings, some of which we'll be exploring this week here at JMDM. Go to the website. Again, it's um, artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Simple as that, artscroll.com. 
and make sure to use promo code radio. Big night tonight. Want to wish a mazel tov to the Hassan and Kala, Regina Meredith Tokayer and Yair Simcha Noller are getting married tonight, please God. And a very special mazel tov to the Tokayer family, a special mazel tov, of course, to our wonderful friends, Naomi and Mark Noller, uh, who are um, the parents of Yair. And Mark and I go back way, way further than either of us would ever care to admit. <laughs> Anyway, it's a pleasure and an honor and can't wait to celebrate tonight with the Hassan and Kala, some Mazal Tov to the Dokeyer and the Noller families from all of us here at JM in the AM. Monday morning broadcast, plenty more coming up, of course, including Rabbi Benji Kramer. He'll be on at 9 o'clock this morning with Meir Me Lim. Today, Rabbi Kramer is going to be discussing the word Mishpat, Shofet, Shin Pei Tet. That is going to be um, that is going to be his focus this morning at nine a.m. Eastern time at ten o'clock. If you want to hear a couple of guys who think they know something about sports discuss the Super Bowl, it's ten o'clock this morning with Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon. I already tossed in via a WhatsApp my comment about last night's game. We'll see if they uh, if they echo what I thought about last night's game. Yeah, bottom line is you can't give up points on every single defensive drive of the second half and expect to win the game. I get there was a questionable call, but I mean, you know. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, a kosher halftime show. If you haven't seen it yet, make sure to check it out. It's really a good one. And spread it around, please. Deserves it. Um, kosher halftime show 5783. Kosher halftime show number 10. Kosher halftime show 2023 available now. YouTube.com. Of course, you can go to our website. Actually, maybe the easiest way to access the Kosher Halftime Show. If, um, one second. I think I just misspelled our own website. If you go to NahumSingle.com, it's the very first thing you'll see is the Kosher Halftime Show uh, 2023. Big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm. InjuryLawyer.com. Thank you to the Rothenbergs. Thanks to all of our sponsors, including uh, Bartanura and T-Rot and Tuscanini and 24-6. A big thank you to everybody for um, their sponsorship of the Kosher Halftime Show. And, of course, as I keep saying, I don't think uh, I, I don't even think even a small percentage of the people that are going to watch that Kosher Halftime Show have already done so. Because when people realize just how important an interview uh, this Kosher Halftime Show was, for the uh, history of Jewish music, literally, you know, the history of Jewish music, where you can get a sense of one of the most important parts of uh, of the Jewish music industry. I think once people realize that, they'll be sending that show around and around and around. That is the sense that I am getting, and we'll see if, uh, if I'm right or wrong. More coming up. By the way, if you don't get the weekly newsletter and or daily thread, just write to Avrami. If you don't get the weekly newsletter and or... The daily thread is right to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com. Again, that's AF at NahumSiegel.com.
Times we live in are oh so dark A little faith, oh, lies a spark Clears our vision, eases pain Hope arises again Hope arises again
Feel the breeze, see the trees, miracles every day. Fields of grain, drops of rain. What are they trying to say? children home travel far from place to place a quest to reignite the faith of those sent into hiding long ago he entered the fortress gray and cold your kind is not among us he was told Hashem above, he whispered, Please don't let me fail. As he began to sing, Shema Yisrael. Oh, Shema, Shema Yisrael. young people face a daunting new frontier the sea parts before them a miraculous display they lift their voice to heaven Shiraz Hayam they pray
sure what his days would bring. Who could have believed, lost all he'd achieved, that future so promising? Suddenly someone's calling, a new way in life is found, to help others who are falling, with great satisfaction his Driving up the turnpike to New York And my 67 Buick had seen better days With my hat and jacket tossed upon the back seat And a safer on the dashboard that would look real fine Cause the Shadchan said This time it would be different heard those words so many times before but the family's nice oh believe me this one's special they said all right but only just once more I'm still driving up the turnpike to New York and my 67 Buick still had better days but the drive, it's not as lonely as it used to be Cause I got my wife and seven kids along with me And every now and then my wife tells me Go make a call To some young man who wants to settle down And I tell him all about me, dose and personality and the ten best places that there are in town And I say to him This time it will be different He says to me I've heard those words before But the family's nice Oh, believe me, this one's special He says all right Oh, he says all right but only just once more 
JM in the AM, Baruch Levine with the Amuna medley here at JM in the AM. Nice. Huh? A lot of great selections in there, including the Basiata Deshmaya, which was the uh, one of the topics of conversation I had with Yerachmiel Begun during the Kosher Halftime Show. If you missed that, check it out. Go to um, NahumSiegel.com. Literally the first thing you'll see on the page is the Kosher Halftime Show number 10, the 2023 edition. If you're into the analysis and discussion about Jewish music, you will very much appreciate the Kosher Halftime Show that we uh, presented yesterday. Big thank you to our friends at the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. And... uh, they were the presenting sponsor to all of our commercial sponsors and those of you out there who know people that are fascinated by the world of Jewish music, recommend to them to check out the Kosher Halftime Show at NahumSiegel.com and they'll be able to, um, of course, access it right there on the homepage. JM and the AM on a Monday. Um, tomorrow, Rabbi Fischl Schachter is scheduled to join us. The brand new book from Art Scroll is pretty amazing. Uh, a lot of great stories. So he's scheduled for the uh, third hour tomorrow morning right here at JMM. Margishin was done by Eitan Katz. You heard Yaakov Shweki in there as well. What are we up to? Uh, almost a quarter before the hour here at JMM. And on Monday, don't forget that the word Shofet or Shafat Shin Pei Tet is going to be analyzed by Rabbi Benji Kramer, Mayor Mi Lim, coming up at 9 o'clock Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network right after this broadcast, right after JM in the AM. Uh, so make sure to be tuned in for that. May ear me limb at 10 o'clock, a review of the, uh, of the Super Bowl with, uh, Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon after further review airs at 10 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Single Network. Very, very much anticipating hearing the uh, opinions of Yoni and Seth on yesterday's big game. Very, very curious to hear that. That'll be at 10 o'clock Eastern time. And again, check out the Kosher Halftime Show anytime today at NahumSiegel.com. It's the first thing you'll find on our homepage. Solomon Brothers, they're next to JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Nigun Moshe, that's Yehuda Green here at JM the AM. Pure soul before that with Modim, Monday morning broadcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Much appreciated. Kosher Halftime Show available now at NahumSiegel.com. Make sure to watch it at some point today. Pass it on. Share it, especially with those who love Jewish music and love the history of Jewish... Yeah, more accurately, who love the history and the discussion about Jewish music. That's really what this Kosher Halftime Show is about. Coming up at 9 o'clock, just a couple of minutes from now, it's Rabbi Benji Kramer and the word... Shafat Shin Pei Tet. Meir Milim is a segment in memory of Mayor Weingarten that pays careful attention to the development of Jewish words, or I should say Hebrew words more accurately. Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to continue that tradition this morning right here at JM the AM. Right after JM the AM, I should say. At 10 o'clock, find out what Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon have to say about the uh, Super Bowl. After further review, is on at 10 a.m. Eastern time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Wrap things up with Moshe Yes on JM in the AM. Shema or a show, he lost Yakai. Time and Siva Lanu, Moshema or a show, he lost Yakai. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish 
Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at on the Nahumsegal Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Monday here at JMNAM. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you don't receive our weekly newsletter and or our daily thread, just write to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com. Again, that's AF at NahumSiegel.com. Coming up next, right, Benji Kramer with Mayor Me Lim at 10 o'clock. It's uh, Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon. After further review is the name of the show, and they will talk about the Super Bowl. If you want to hear what they have to say about the Super Bowl, tune in. And have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.